Welcome to the You Lead Podcast, brought to you by the Council for School Leadership of the Alberta Teachers Association. Hello and welcome to the You Lead Podcast. Today I am speaking to Desiree Cocroft, who is an energizing coach and consultant that seeks to empower leaders to fulfill their fullest potential. Uh, An experienced facilitator of over 20 years, Desiree elevates the hearts and minds of her audience while also igniting them to take inspired action. She holds a BA and an MBA in business administration from Hampton University, as well as a BA from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee in dance. And I'm looking forward to talking to her about that. Desiree is an award-winning author of Get Your Life Today. Seven Success Hacks for Life, Leadership, and Business. She's also a certified life and leadership coach. Desiree has her own podcast called Get Your Life Today, and her expertise has been featured on a whole bunch of places that you probably know. She's an award-winning author and former Milwaukee Business Journal 40 Under 40, who has appeared on stages for TEDx, Innovation Women, Marquette University, the African American Chamber of Commerce, Wisconsin, and more. Uh, Now, in addition to all that she does, she is a full-time consultant for Franklin Covey, where she trains thousands of leaders in their educational division each year in seven habits of highly effective people, trust, leadership development, and strategically achieving organizational goals. I'm so happy to have you with us today to talk about you lead. How are you today? I am so good. I am so good. Just uh, getting uh, adjusted to the cold weather now that we're in winter. <laughs> you bet. Absolutely. Well, we are really looking forward to having you join us at You Lead and uh, speak to educators all over Alberta and mm-hmm. the world. And I wanted to kind of uh, introduce you to them. And so one of the questions that I wanted to ask was, what do you think is some of the most important aspects that educational leaders should really be focusing their time on right now if they want to be effective leaders in their schools or in their educational context? Yeah, I love that question. I really feel like leaders right now, if they really want to have the most results for the things that they want to see happen in their schools, that they actually start with themselves. (laughs) We really believe in that inside out work um, at Franklin Covey and a lot of the content that I work with, uh, we talk about that inside out work. And so if we want to see our outer worlds become different, uh, sometimes we have to, you know, take some time and reflect on our inner world. <laughs> and usually prior to um, a new year happening, we do a lot of reflection, uh, but sometimes we don't have this consistent opportunity for us to reflect as leaders uh, because we're always on, right? We're always on, we're always on top of things. We're always looking to make sure that everyone else is okay. Um, and then sometimes when we ignore the things that we could be doing for ourselves, we can see the unraveling <laughs> of our outer world happening with the people um, that we lead and the kinds of results that we want to see happen. Um, and we might even have some of those uh, you know, results that we don't like happening in ourselves. I've, I've worked with so many leaders that have been burnt out, stressed out, uh, because they are carrying a, a heavy load of all the issues that come with being a leader. And a lot of it is because they have not created the boundaries, they have not had conversations, and they not they have not created the strategies or the routines that will really help them be able to sustain the really the heavy load that comes with being a leader. So I, I do believe that if leaders want to see their outer world, they want to see their schools, they want to see their districts become better, they need to look inward first. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, I totally agree with what you just said. Sometimes we get so busy with the minutia of schools, with the minutia of work, we get caught up in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, do you have any questions or do you have any tips, things that people can ask themselves as leaders to ensure that they are reflecting on where they are and make sure that they're having a positive impact on their schools? Yeah, I love that question. I think as leaders, depending on what our thing is, I think uh, as leaders, we all have our own tendencies that we know can be self-sabotaging at times. Uh, And so I think one question is, am I doing something that my team really can do? Am I doing something that my team can do? A lot of times we are controlling or we want things to happen or we think we're doing our team a favor by doing a thing. (laughs) Like, oh, I don't want this to be on my teacher's plate. I've heard that so many times. I'm trying to relieve my teachers, but it's at their own demise. And so am I making something, a mountain over a molehill, right? How can I make what it is that uh, I'm doing something that can be uh, palatable for my teachers and Honestly, sometimes I think as leaders, we underestimate (laughs) what could actually be on the plate of those that we lead uh, because, you know, we if we really believe our team is nimble, we believe that they're creative and we believe that they are uh, those that can handle, um, you know, hard things. They will figure it out in a more creative way than we would. Uh, and us having to handle it on our own. Us handling it on our own probably is like the most ineffective way (laughs) to uh, carry on some things. I would ask myself, you know, what is something that I'm doing that, you know, I can hand off to, you know, my leadership team. I can hand off to teachers. They probably would do it better. They probably would be more creative in doing it. Um, And, you know, am I underestimating my team or how am I underestimating my team? Um, What would be the best way for me to operate so that things can be easier for them. That doesn't mean we get to take more things on, um, but it really makes us have to ask ourselves a question that we don't always have to think about. You know, what what are the things that I'm taking on that really is harming my team by taking it on? Yeah. Do you know what? It's interesting you say that. I've been uh, really reminded over the past few days, a couple of different instances of the importance of teams and the importance of working with the people that we've got. So I love that message. Now, ultimately, when people come to see you speak at ULEAD and when they leave, I'm wondering, what is it that you want them to retain? What do you you want them to remember from what you're going to say at ULEAD in April in Banff? Yeah, I'm really big at people taking that one thing away. And my uh, one thing is, what is the one thing (laughs) that you're going to implement? I think that we get information overload. And sometimes when we go to conferences, like awesome conferences like ULEAD, we get so many things that uh, we're trying to figure out how we want to actually implement them in our schools and in our lives. And I'm really big on, hey, what is the biggest bang for your buck? When you look at this weekend and all the the scribbling of notes that you've taken and all of the people that you've had great exchanges with, what's going to be the biggest bang for your buck? It's like, how can I take that one great, that big, hairy idea (laughs) and turn it into like a big audacious goal for myself. And that is going to be the one thing that I take away. And so there are going to be a lot of things that I know that I'll speak about um, that will be impactful to how you can have better results in your school and even in your personal life. And my call to action will be, well, what is the one thing you're actually going to implement? We can take information all day long. What are we going to actually apply? Yeah. Now, I can't leave you without asking, are we going to see any of your dance <laughs> skills at Yuli? You know, we can't have someone come in with a Bachelor of Arts in dance 
and not have maybe after the keynote maybe that's maybe the afternoon after. and the evening it might be like the afternoon evening like catch me there um i do <laughs> like to move a lot so we'll we'll see how we can get you moving out. i'm an interactive keynote person so we're gonna move. well we're gonna be having uh <laughs> dueling pianos in the evening exactly. as part of our uh, evening program and so we'll have to see you there uh thank you so much for taking thank a little bit you. of time out of your day today and we will see you very soon at you lead in april i'm looking forward to it thank you